Hello once again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. Please check the three dots menu at the top or look along the bottom row until you see a little cog icon. Click that, click the word quality and then upgrade the quality of your video to 720 or 1080p. Always have to do this because if somebody's new, you might be looking at a very grainy picture. But the truth of the matter is that I shoot these videos in the highest possible resolution that my trusty phone will allow. But YouTube keeps downgrading the quality of the video sometimes. And so you might just have to do a little extra work so that you have a clear picture to work with. So I'm continuing in the America series, still in the series, I've been here for a couple of months. And every time I think that I might come to a place where we can shift to another series, the Lord continues to give me new messages. I'm also sharing archival prophecy that has been on the blog for perhaps a year and a half. I'm also sharing prophecy on America that I have had dating back from the year 2012 when the Lord first began to speak to me about this nation until present day. So I mentioned in the video that I just uploaded um, where I was just sharing uh, things that are on my heart, things that I have been thinking for the last four or five days that people might need to know when they come to this channel um, so that they can get the best possible experience from this channel. I, I use the word best loosely, of course, because um, by now, if you're a regular follower of the blog or if you're new, you would have picked up already that this channel is dealing with very serious themes. I'm not handling light matters here. The Lord gives me very serious themes dealing with the nation of America first and foremost, and then other nations. Sometimes the Lord is speaking about other nations. How will they interplay with America herself? And then he's speaking about other nations just on their own God speaks about global matters here. God speaks about things that are absolutely off planet here. We will go into other, other things. Um, I've already put those things up on the blog. So if you care to go to the blog, the URL is below the master's voice. You can find out everything about this ministry below. Find out about today's video below and also go to the blog and see that God is God is sharing information about things that have nothing to do with our natural human lives, our natural human purview. The Lord speaks about angels, spirits, and about the things that human beings need to be warned about and know about as we go deeper and deeper into this time period known as the end times. If you are not convinced that we are in the end times, Perhaps if you stay with this channel, you might come to change your mind. So today, I am going to be sharing a dream that I had. And I think the reason that I moved in my spirit to share this dream is, like I said in the previous video, I have observed just from what people say in the comments, but also what I see on social media now and then, that there seems to be a very distressing disconnect between the understanding that most Americans have of the future that is ahead of them, even Christians, and what the reality is. I think that people really believe that this nation is so special and so sacred that no harm can come to her. 
And it even, I think it's somewhere in scripture where um, the Lord makes this statement of a nation that he depicts as a woman that is very proud. And she says, uh, I am a queen and I shall see no dark days. I'll be sure to Google that scripture and I'll put it in the description box when I make this video. I'm seated as a, as a queen and I will not know pain. And the Lord's answer to that nation is that I will pull you down. I will tear you down. I'll break your crown. And I know that's what he is saying to America. It's not conjecture. This channel is not a place for my own opinion. It would be a very weird and slightly gross set of opinions to simply wake up one day and say, I'm going to get on the internet, put my face out there, say a lot of things with absolutely no substance. In fact, you can know that the things that you are hearing here are true, not because I say so, but just like the Lord says, the words witness for themselves. The Lord gives me scripture when he gives me these prophecies. If you go to the blog, I always, always say, do not get used to the tidbits of videos. Many people are just used to getting a few cornflakes here and there, skipping from channel to channel. Brothers and sisters, be sure that you don't eat poison ivy out there. I've written down the things that the Lord has said, his teaching, all the revelations that he has shared, and the scriptures that he uses to back them up. I spend as much time studying the written word as I do correlating them with my Bible. Because just because I'm receiving these words doesn't absolve me from the responsibility to correlate them with scripture and to deepen my understanding so that I know what to expect in the times. I always say to people, do the word and do the work. You cannot expect another person to mine prophecy for you. That is your responsibility. If you will hear it, you must do the work of correlating it with God's written truth that was there before Celestial was born. In that way, you will come to an understanding by God's Holy Spirit, not because I'm telling you to, and you will begin to understand and sift what these words are. So this is a very serious dream that I'm going to share. I was talking about the rapture crowd, even in this video, Many people think that they will see no dark days. As soon as there's the slightest hint of trouble, Master Jesus is gonna crack the sky, scoop the Americans to safety, and then who cares what the rest of the world is doing? Rapture is not an escape hatch, and many, many hard things will come to every nation under the sun before we see our Lord. I received this dream on the 31st of July, 2020, and it's titled Dream of the End of America. It's a heavy dream, so let's go into it. It was a difficult dream. I'm not going to, I'm hoping not to have to read this whole one out because the post is slightly lengthy, but it was a difficult dream. Um, this was one of the this was one of the worst dreams that I've ever had. And that was because there was absolutely no way for me to know that I was dreaming. This dream felt like I was there. These things were happening to me. My emotions were very present. My feeling and sensation of everything was very present. And this was one of those dreams that the Lord brings upon me. I wouldn't even say gives me. It's one of those dreams that the Lord brings upon me where until I wake up in bed and breathe a sigh of relief, 
I do not know that this is not my reality. I do not know that I am not in that place, living that life, seeing those things, experiencing those things. And so the way I respond is 100% um, the response of someone who's thinking, this is my life. This is my life now. So it was, it was very horrible. The world, um, as we know it, and when I say world, I'm talking about America per se. That's where I was. It had become a survival gangland. It was like purge anarchy meets Mad Max meets no law and order special victims unit. It was completely destroyed and deteriorated. The primary colors in the dream were black and red. It was nighttime the entire time that I was in the dream. Whether God was showing me clips of my life at that time or how it will be at that time. Because many times the Lord will use me in the dream to show me this is the reality that's coming. But it was always dark. It was always night. And the red was fire. America was burning from every single corner. There were fires over the entire nation and it was the light of those fires that we were using to navigate. It looked like some huge, huge event had happened here. The buildings were burnt out husks. The cars, I remember seeing cars and all the paint had melted off the cars. So there were cars, you know, you're walking because we did a lot of walking in this dream. It was so frustrating. We were constantly walking, and I'll get to the reason why we were constantly walking. There was definitely a good reason why we were constantly walking. No idea, excuse me, please, where we were going. We just had to keep moving. And the cars that you would see along the street had suffered some kind of a major, major um, blast or something because all the paint had melted off. Cars were to the metal. You know how you make a car and you start from metal and then you paint it last? Well, cars had gone back to that and all the glass was blown out. And um, it was just, um, yeah. So it was pitch black. There was burning everywhere. It was always twilight or dark. And um, we did a lot of hiding. We did a lot of hiding. And one thing that I saw in this dream is that I was very good at surviving. So brothers and sisters, that's one of the things that I share often on the master's voice. It's not by prepping that you will save yourself. I'm not saying don't do that because prepping is just common sense. People in America act as if prepping is such a brand new and a novel thing. Make sure you're prepping. People in the Bible knew this for a fact. There's tons of verses in the Bible that say store up your grain. The Bible even talks about the ant, how wise she is, that she stores up her food in the summer because she knows winter is coming. It's just common sense that when you know that dangerous times are coming, you need a little extra. So it's not such a brand new or novel thing. And it's not by prepping that you will be saved. Even Noah prepped. He, he, God told him what food to carry. And Noah prepped all the animals unless we wouldn't have any today. Surviving as this dream showed me, what I've always believed God really proved it in this dream. Survival is a matter of the grit inside you. There's people who know a ton of scripture and they've got this much grit, which means that you can be filled with the knowledge of Bible verses, but when the Antichrist stands before you and says, which one of your fingers am I going to cut off? I'll ask you for the last time, is Jesus Lord? 
Many people are going to say, actually, I've had time to think about it. And I believe that Jesus is more of a figurehead, sort of a spiritual religious guru, but definitely not Lord and surely not God himself. Grit is the ability to endure whatever comes for as long as you have to. If you do not have that quality known in the biblical text as endurance or perseverance, you will not be able to cope with the things that are coming here and to the rest of the world, let me state, before the rapture. And the only way that your grit, your endurance, and your self-control grow is by direct relationship with Jesus Christ. Spending time with him, learning his word, and allowing it to grow up in you like a tree with very deep roots. So America had passed the existence of what we know as real life. There was absolutely none of the systems that we've come to trust in. There was no transport system, no school system, no government, no media, no housing, no nothing. Nothing was operating. Like I said, the nation had been bombed into oblivion. That much was clear. Lots of buildings standing with that empty-eyed look, you know, from the movies. Daily life had been completely upset, removed, and all that was visible in the country was ruin and chaos. The nation had gone past the, the help of all the special forces that we think will defend us in the event of war. Somebody pressed some buttons and America burned. So society collapsed and all that was left for the people who were alive was just this blunt, exhausting, and constant struggle to survive. So I saw in this dream that I was very good at surviving, but at the same time, it didn't mean that I wanted to be surviving. In fact, in this dream, and I'll get to it, a lot of people killed themselves a lot of people entered into houses. They had gotten tired of the constant struggle to survive, the constant struggle to find food, the constant struggle to, save, to stay safe from things that I will let you know that were in this dream. And when they came into a house where they found prescription meds and things like that, they took them. That is what I saw happen, happening in the dream. People simply gave up in their inner man because they did not have endurance. They did not have the life lasting quality to keep going no matter what. And they gave up, they committed suicide. Um, if they found a car that actually still had gas in it, they did switch the car on and breathe the fumes and die. I saw that. So there was no protection for America anymore. The military had been decimated and all we were doing is surviving. And what I wrote here is what I experienced. The constant struggle to survive was wearing out many people's hearts, including my own. There was no readily available food. So the concept of a hot meal that can be cooked upon a burner or a stove or even one of those little plug-in kits, there was nothing like that. All we could find was food in cans. There was no rice or pasta, nothing that had to be cooked, and nobody was even living in their own house. 
I mentioned before that when war comes, people don't stick to their homes. They don't say, I'm going to die within these four walls because grandma and grandpa lived here. People run away. So you have to deal with the reality that you might store up stuff, which is wise. And then if there's war or something that takes place, you will have to run away and leave those supplies there. Because in this dream, we were just entering into whatever house we found. And if we found goods, canned goods, that is what we ate. And it was very gross, brothers and sisters. We just had to mix the cans together. And um, we were in a group. There were lots of groups that I saw in this dream. And God kept putting me with different groups. The Lord kept uh, transplanting me with different groups. And I was seeing how survival was with different types of people in America. And so if this dream is a little long, please understand that I'm trying to be very true to what I saw because I am trying to do my part to reduce the disconnect between the understanding of people in this nation and people globally, wherever you are, if you're watching this video, trying to do my part to reduce the disconnect between what people think is going to happen and what is actually going to happen. The closer your concept of life in the future comes to what life in the future will actually be, you're better off than somebody who's believing in some kind of religious utopia and what actually is going to happen on the ground. Let me get both my hands in the frame. So we had to eat gross stuff. And all these different groups had leader and leaders. And I thank God because we were with an awesome man. It's a married man, but his wife was not with him. I don't know what happened to her. I don't know if she died. I don't know what happened. But this man was such a resourceful man. And this man was one of the primary reasons that nobody in our group died or got killed. This man would mix food together for us and he would make us eat this food, whether whether people didn't like it or liked it. So he, he blended stuff together for us based on nutritional content. But it was kind of gross. I remember that we had to eat um, tomatoes mixed with apple and whatever else we could find in the cans. We simply mixed the stuff in the cans and ate it so that the body would have fuel and so that the body would have nutrition. And that's what we were living on. So you couldn't get hot food. And I don't know how long we had been living like that, but that is what I saw. And so I said that God kept transplanting me with different groups and we had a very good and a wise leader. He was married. Um, the dream kept focusing on the ring on this man's hand. And this man would make us stay interactive and stay alert all the time. And there's a reason for that. I'll get to that. So we were always making these long treks and we always had a man in front, we had men in front, and we had men on the sides of our group, and we had men at the back paying attention and and being watchful. So we didn't all just walk forward with the group all staring forward. No, we walked in such a way that we could cover space and time, and yet we had men watching out for us. So to this generation out there, it's always cursing men, abusing men, trying to sideline men and just create a whole gender war out there. Um, all I will say to you is that the person who created men wasn't stupid. If he wanted a population of only females, he was fully within his rights to do that. But not only did God not create an all-female population, he created man first. 
And we must be people who stop denying reality. It's one thing that I don't like about where the world is going right now. Too much denial of the obvious and an attempt to substitute a new fake and very exhausting reality on top of what is real. Men are here. They exist. They were first. Their creator has made and gifted them with things that we as women, females, simply do not possess, just like God has gifted and given women things that men do not possess. No amount of rhetoric, no amount of noise, no amount of placard carrying and lobbying is going to make half the planet go away, be silent, or become less simply because there's a move in these end times for the principality of Jezebel to rise to prominence and basically say, Adam, go away. Adam, die. That's not going to happen. We had men in our group, and I'm so glad that they were there because we would have been decimated in no time if we had been with a group of only females. So this man was married. He was very resilient. He was kind. He was steadfast. He was tireless, and he was very wise, a smart guy. And because of him, nobody in our group died. And God was emphasizing in this, in this dream how much this man loved his wife, and how sad he was that she wasn't there. And so at the end of the day, when he had catered to us and led us and kept us interactive and he would ask us questions as we walk, he would try to keep our minds occupied by asking us questions and forcing us to interact so that we did not sink down into our own despair, so that we did not start self-isolating and doing uh, woe is me. After all this, at the end of every day, um, we would try to make a fire and this man would sit a little way from us and he would just stroke his ring and nobody bothered him at that time because everybody knew that he was thinking about his wife and so nobody went to ask him questions or stress him out further. And so um, we didn't meet other groups from time to time. Understand that we were walking across America. I have no idea where we were going. I just know that we had to keep on the move and we met other groups and what God was showing me in this dream and my own feelings, I will share for you here. If you sat too long in the way that the world had become, world America, if you sat too long, you would go crazy. You would fall into the mental trap of thinking, I can't survive this. I'm not going to make it. And so we only had brief rests during the day and our group was always kept mentally engaged. But the entire question that the dream was posing was, can you live this way? And how long can you live this way? How long would you last? So that's a good question to ask yourself as a Christian. Even not as a Christian. Do you have what it takes to live in dystopia? Do you have what it takes to survive? When dystopia leaves the TV and comes to a house in a neighborhood near you, that's going to be the real test of the times we're going into. Many people put themselves to sleep. Like I said, they use pills or they, they kill themselves with gas in cars. And the Lord was allowing me to see just how puzzling humanity is when under pressure and stress. In the dream, I saw that people you think are natural survivors, I saw how they crumbled. 
I saw the tall and the strong and the mighty, the very fit. The people right now who are spending um, $40 a week on kale smoothies. I saw that there wasn't an ounce of the substance you need to survive in them. Strong, fit people, you know, the CrossFit people, their bodies were strong, but they were mentally weak. And the urge for survival was not found in many of them. They had no di direction, these people, and many of them were easily overwhelmed. You see, it's easy to think you're strong when you live in a society where um, you jog in the mornings and then you get to do some yoga on your exercise mat. And because you have a physically strong temple, that gives the illusion that you're a survivor. And at the same time, God was showing me in this dream ordinary men and women who rose to the occasion of what had happened to their country like true champions. I remember there was this one woman, she was a youthful, but she was going prematurely gray and she had pulled that graying hair. Probably she used to dye it another color, but who has who has dyed at the end of the world? So she, she had pulled her hair in a ponytail and this woman was a mom. I saw this woman and she was carrying flashlights. She had tools, she had medications, compass, batteries. I saw more than one, but there's this one woman that stuck out and she had her hair in a ponytail. There were other women. I remember one woman that we met leading a group. Uh, she had her hair in a red bandana. She was wearing a blue shirt with the sleeves rolled up. Very no-nonsense woman, older woman, very, very efficient. And I saw people like this, men and women, ordinary men and women, uh, rise to the occasion and they would be telling their group, this is what it is for now. If you keep crying, you won't make it. If you keep looking back, you won't make it. Yet I'm looking at these people and I'm thinking this woman is clearly a housewife. She's been making risotto. She's been bandaging the hurt knees of her children. She's been managing the family budget for 20 years, married to Arthur or Mark or whoever she was married to. And now here she is and she's got a gun on her hip and she's leading a group of people down the street and they're just following her like little chickens wherever she leads. She's giving each of them a task, even the strong, tall men, and they are submitted and obedient and they're doing what she tells them. And I saw that these groups were working, not because everybody wanted to be the leader and everybody was like, why should I listen to you? But because instinctively they had the urge to survive and something in them was quickly able to identify who would be the best leader and to obey that person. And I saw the flaws that were exposed in the human psyche, especially here in America. The culture of convenience and the false belief that everybody's opinion is valid, equally valid, was exposed and showed great weaknesses in how the society works here. The society here has choked and hung itself to the point that it tells everyone that everybody's opinion is valid. So nobody is capable of saying a stupid thing. Nobody is capable of miscontributing to the general question. But in real life, common sense simply tells you that not everybody is wise. Not everybody is smart. Not everybody has made the investment in personality that actually makes them able to contribute to the larger question in a helpful way. And so I saw some groups. And may you pray that you never end up in this group because 
I have definitely added this to my prayer list. Some groups were nothing but disjointed and opinionated people who could not agree. People who would not submit to each other and who didn't want a leader. I call these the UN groups, the survivor Papua New Guinea groups, where everybody gets a say and nobody, no matter how skilled, talented, and an obvious leader that person is, nobody was allowed to lead. They voted on everything. Another thing I saw is that there were a lot of typical city people in these groups. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything here. On the master's voice, we keep it real. Lots of city people were in these groups. 25-year-olds, 35-year-olds, some of them older, you could see. People who like to loudly discuss politics now. I see them here in New York City, drinking expensive coffee, brand name glasses, brand name shoes. That's the kind of people I saw in these groups. And let me tell you what they were doing. They would walk and then in a very short time, they would say, I'm tired. I can't do this. These are brutal conditions. I'm not, I'm not walking another step in these brutal conditions. I heard that a lot. Remember, the Lord was putting me with different groups so that I would experience what life would be like here when these things happen. I need rest. I am famished. I need food. And I saw different ages act this way. So don't think it was entitled young people acting this way or whatever. There were some young people that rose to the occasion so well. And there were some older people who were just a menace. What God was showing me is how bad the character of people are. How bad their character was. How entitled there was. And even with the stark evidence of the destruction of the nation before us all. Some people were so clueless to how terrible our situation really was. They did not grasp that this was our new life. This was our new reality. And their horrible and entitled personalities stayed exactly the same. Brothers and sisters, do you know what it is for the Lord to show that you can come to the end of normalcy and you still don't change? Do you know what it means to come to the end of one reality as we have done since COVID came and enter a new reality and your personality stays like a rock? I won't change, I won't move, I won't get better. She's not my mom, what makes her the leader? This is the kind of thing that was happening. And so I've come to the place where there were two major themes in this dream that I cannot leave out. One of them I don't really understand, but the other I've been seeing in prophetic dreams of the Lord since the year 2010 with increasing frequency. It's a topic that I do not like, and normally I would cover it in another series, which is the Supernatural series, but... I just thought that people should know what's going to happen here. One of the things that I saw, which I don't understand, is why there was such a huge debate raging about the usefulness of PPE. PPE is personal protective equipment. So the things that we are using to keep ourselves safe now during the coronavirus crisis, no matter how you feel about it, whether you feel it's useful or not, 
That's not the central point. I saw that America was still arguing about whether PPE is useful or not. We passed groups where all the people in these groups were wearing up to seven surgical masks to keep themselves safe. They were wearing gloves, and yet at the same time, there were a ton of people in this dream who were looking at the PPE users like, you have got to be kidding. At a time like this, do you still believe that hoax, that masks, offer protection. So the majority of the people across America in the dreams that the in the groups that the Lord was putting me in did not wear any PPE. And there was nothing wrong with the air. Real life was our problem. America had collapsed and there was no help from any quarter. All you got was what you could scavenge to survive. And so in this dream, God was giving me celestial flashbacks. So I'm in the dream and then my dream self is having flashbacks. And all these flashbacks were about Dr. Anthony Fauci. I kept seeing different flashbacks of the things he used to tell people in the press conferences. Of course, Washington, D.C. was no more. But what I saw was that Fauci was a hated Man, it didn't matter what group we met and shared information with them. Where are you guys coming from? Where have you walked from? What is it like over there? What did you see? Everybody hated this man, Fauci. And at night when groups had finished walking and would settle down and make their little fires for warmth and for safety, people would bitterly discuss this man. And they would some of the people confessed that they hated themselves for believing him. So many people were remorseful that they had listened to this man and believed him. But many people, even the ones who said, I hate myself, that he fooled me, more people hated him for deceiving them. So even if people were mad that they trusted him, people were even madder that he had used his position to deceive them. And in this dream, people were hotly arguing about masks, hotly arguing if a mask is useful or not. But the majority of people who thought that those who still used masks and gloves and everything and sanitizer were nothing but brainwashed relics from America's past. Here is the second part. I said there were two main themes. This is the second undeniable theme in this dream. That is the presence of the undead. I have said it and said it and said it. There will be people in this nation and around the world who are not living and not dead. I'm going to have to cover them at length because I have too many videos, um, dreams with their presence for me to go into any conversation of could they be real? Were they real? Were they not real? I've seen them and seen them and seen them, and seen them, and seen them. And they were in the stream. And these undead people with their rotten, gray, spongy, their flesh looks like marshmallow, but with little holes. So you know the holes for cheese? That's what their flesh looks like. But trust me, they are not as spongy as they look. They are super fast and super dangerous. And um, 
they were very, very smart. And all of us hated them. If there was anything we hated more than Fauci. It was these undead because they killed so many people. Brothers and sisters, if you were slow, I am telling you, because I often speak about health in the Master's Voice um, posts. I say all the time that if you're doing this, God loves me just as I am. Understand, God may love you just as you are, but if you are unfit and this is something you can fix, I strongly urge and advise you to begin working on your health and your fitness because it's just common sense that if there are things that are people but not people that can run and kill, you may want to separate yourself from them using speed, strength, and agility. This is just a thought. They killed so many people. Anyone who was slow, anyone who could not run, anyone who could not climb, anyone who could not fight well, the death rate because of these things was ridiculous. And it's not that they were in the majority, but just by sheer reason of math and circumstance, for some reason, the Lord was showing me in the dream that their number was growing. So I'm not going to play into the traditional horror movie things here and say, I think they were converting real people or I don't know why their number was increasing, but they definitely were. And so I saw that one of, they killed a lot of people in the preppy groups. You know, the people like, I don't like this and she can't talk to me this way. Many people in those groups were killed because I have multiple dreams that these things can hear over an incredible distance. So whenever the Lord shows me the groups that I'm in, we speak in a very, very low tone. And the group that I was in in this dream, we were always speaking in hushed tones, especially in nightfall, at nightfall, at night. And we always found secure and hidden places to sleep. And we never slept all at the same time. Never. There were always people on guard and watching. And so our group never ever had an experience with them. But we did meet a group that had. So I'm going to narrate the experience of that group and how the undead came from among them. It wasn't an undead that ran up on them and crept on them because the ones in this dream had a habit of just running up on groups and grabbing people and dragging them off and, and killing them. And, and I don't, yeah, they eat. They eat living people. That is what I've seen. Please bear in mind. If, if, you, if you've heard, for instance, prophetic words about um, nuclear devastation coming to this, this, this nation, and you know that part is true, I am reading to you one seamless experience, whereas the nuclear or some other type of missiles had come, and in the process of the nation going and ending up where it ended up, these people were there. They were not dead. They were not living. They were... I just call them reanimate, which is dead and then come back. So we met a group that had a member that became one of these things. And here's what happened. One of their members got sick and turned into this thing. And it was a very strange sickness. In the dream, you would feel thirsty a lot. That was the only sign that you were getting this thing or turning into this thing, you would be very thirsty and you would have this constant feverishness and your lymph nodes were 
were swollen all the time. And then you'd start getting a little shaky. So as your group was covering maybe 20, 30 miles a day, you couldn't keep up with that kind of pace. You started needing more and more frequent rests and your group would be resting because of you. Now, these were the telltale signs that this transformation was happening to you. And once you got these signs, it was just a matter of time before you changed into this undead creature. So one of their members got the sickness. And even though everybody in the group loved him, the leader noticed that he was showing these signs. And so he knew what he had to do. So as this group was telling us what happened, the Lord took me out of my group and put me in their group at the time in the past when this event happened. So I'm with my group. I'm listening as the leader tells us what happened. And then all of a sudden I'm in the past. I'm a part of that group with the member that got sick. And this is what happened. We're sitting around a fire and we had food. And then the leader told us, find, we need to find a junkyard to sleep in. Tonight we have to sleep in a junkyard. So, um, we looked for the junkyard and then we had to spend more time looking for the right spot. And I, and I remember thinking, why, why does it matter so much today where we sleep? There's plenty of options. Let's just pick one. But all the other people in that group were like, no, we need to find a safe place to sleep tonight. So we looked until we found an old yellow school, school bus. Here in America, the school buses are yellow to those who live outside and may not know. We found the yellow school bus to sleep in. And the school bus was in perfect condition, which means what? The door still worked on that control lever, still worked to open and shut. So we got in and we all fell asleep for a few hours. But then suddenly someone tapped me, Celestial, wake up and went. And then we all got off the bus except this man who was sick. And he didn't even wake up because he was in such a deep sleep because of this sickness. It made you so tired. So he didn't even stir. We all got off the bus and we left him there. And then we scattered across this junkyard and we began to pile huge, heavy chunks of scrap metal around the bus. So we basically barricaded the bus and we were laying the pieces of metal as quietly as we could around the sides of the bus. And the leader had made sure to pull and break the lever somehow so that this man would not get out of the bus. He did something and the bus sealed after us and we got off. And just when we were finishing, this man woke up screaming but his screams were not human being screams there is no way that any man's throat can reach the decibels that that man was reaching and he was shaking the bus this man had so much power strength in him because when he woke up he woke up changed and he was shaking this bus and i remember being outside in terror of what would have happened if we had woken up an hour later and been in that bus with that man when he changed. And just before the Lord took me out of that experience and put me back with my original group, this knowledge came to my heart. This man was never going to die. He was going to live forever in that reanimated state and I also felt 
and I have another dream on my blog to prove this. The knowledge came to my heart that this man had supernatural ability to track and trace through smell, through the ability to follow DNA matter. And the Lord laid it on my heart that this man would never stop tracking and tracing by smell each and every member of that group until he had killed them all. The last thing that I saw in this dream was how many papers and propaganda and advisements and brochures from the CDC were all over the American landscape. No matter where we walked, paper was fluttering by and this paper was from the CDC. And what I saw in the papers was this, what to do in the event of a medical emergency and brochures from FEMA that said, steps to staying safe at this time. And we were just walking over these paper, papers and trampling them and nobody actually cared about them anymore. And so this dream is very lengthy. And if you've stayed with it to the end, God bless you. Thank you. This is for your own edification and understanding. I'm going to stop it there. I'm Celestial with the Master's Voice. Thank you for visiting the channel. Thank you if you feel like sharing. Thank you feel like Thank you if you go to the blog and actually read the prophetic words there. God bless you, and um, I'll see you again soon. Bye.